This is Renovar Ministries, revealing Christ and renewing one heart at a time. David remained faithful until the end. Welcome to our podcast series, Kings and Queens. Here we unpack historical accounts of the kings and queens during biblical times, along with their trusted advisors. This is the third session we are doing about the remarkable account of King David's life. Please feel free to tune in to the other sessions on King David as well. Our previous session ended where David became king over Judah and where he had a lot of support from the people. Just as the men of Judah made David king, Abner, who led Saul's army at the time, took Saul's son, Ishbosheth, at age 40 and made him king over all of Israel. During your leadership journey, you too may face situations that were forced by a human's will and not the will of God, but how you handle these situations will make all the difference. Naturally, all of Saul's followers were greatly displeased with David's disposition and they therefore raged war against David's army. Thankfully, God was with David's army and they grew stronger and stronger. One night, Ishbosheth was slain in his bed by rebels, thinking that they were doing David a great service. But David was honorable, and he did not agree to the shedding of innocent blood. This did, however, leave Israel without a king. Finally, there was a day when all of the tribes of Israel came to Hebron to meet with David, and they affirmed that he was part of their people group. They also acknowledged that it was David who led the army originally for King Saul, and how through the Lord he brought them into victory against the enemies. They recognized the prophecy that was spoken over David from the Lord when they said, And the Lord told you, You shall shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over them. You can find this biblical reference in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 2b. It was on this day that David made a special covenant with them before God, and they anointed David king over Israel. He was 33 years old when this happened, and he ruled for a total of 40 years as king. Once David became king, David was able to defeat the Jebusites in Jerusalem, and he captured the fortress of Zion, known as the city of David, and he built a palace and lived there. David eventually brought the Ark of the Covenant into the city of David and honored the Lord. Even though David was willing to build a temple for the Lord, God explained to David that he would bless him mightily as king, but that it would be his son who would be the one to build the temple. Throughout David's reign, David entered many battles, and God blessed his people with a victory. Sadly, there was a day when David gravely fell into sin. However, God did not withdraw his presence from David. On a certain night, David decided to go for a walk on the rooftop of his palace, It was from there where he witnessed a woman taking a bath. He inquired about her the next day, and he found out that she was Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah. Even though he knew she was married, he asked to see her, and they sadly committed adultery together. Bathsheba also fell pregnant, and David abused his power by trying to hide his sin of adultery. He first attempted to get Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, to go home to his wife. Then when Uriah did not want to leave his fellow soldiers, David ordered that Uriah be sent out to a dangerous battle on purpose, ensuring he would not survive. Uriah innocently died, and David had to live 
with this guilt. This also gravely affected David's relationship with God. He eventually married Bathsheba and their son fell ill. And God did not spare the child's life because their sin had opened many doors for God's enemies to curse the child. You can find reference to this in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 12, verse 14. Nathan the prophet brought correction to David. David humbled himself before the Lord and repented of all of his wrongdoing. Thankfully, God saw David's heart and forgave him, and he restored him. There may be times when you too stumble and fall during your leadership. However, you can always repent, turn from your sin, and return to God. Ultimately, God's anointing remained on David, and that is something that you too need to strive for. Although David fell with regards to the account of Bathsheba and Uriah, David spent his life trying to honor God in all he did, and in this he honored people. This started even before he became king. An example of this is when he made a rule in his army that even if someone could not make the final battle, everyone in the team would be taken care of and that the spoils would be split. David recognized that God was the provider of all things and that he cared for their safety and their provision. Although David was king, he also needed to maintain a good leadership role within his own household. This is a great lesson for all leaders. In the New Testament, in the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 3, verses 2 to 4, the Word of God explains that someone who is called to be an overseer within the church must be able to manage their own household well. David certainly had his fair share of ups and downs with his family. Michal's wife mocked him when he danced before the Lord in his priestly garment as they brought the Ark of God into Jerusalem. Sadly, there was a day when one of David's sons, Amnon, tricked his half-sister Tamar and violated her, leaving her running for help to her brother Absalom's house. Time passed, and after two years, Absalom found an opportunity to seek out revenge against his brother, and he had his servant kill him. David and the rest of his family mourned for the life of Amnon. Absalom then fled to his grandfather's dwelling and lived away from the palace for three years. David then called for Absalom to return to Jerusalem to his own house. But David did not want to see him face to face. Absalom felt rejected by his father and after two years of living at home, he finally met with his father. Absalom later went into rebellion against God and his own dad and he tried to capture the throne by standing at the city gate and pretending to be the elected judge of the city. It was from here that he would win the people's favor. He cunningly kept this up for four years, which is a long time to secretly sow dissension in a nation. He then lied to his father and said he wanted to go to Hebron to honor the Lord. So obviously David allowed it. After this, he sent out secret messengers throughout Israel, telling the people, when you hear the trumpets blow, Absalom has become king. To spare his own life and that of his family, David had to flee from his kingdom. David's 600 men who were originally with him when Saul was persecuting him joined him as well as other families. David also left some of his trusted friends and advisors behind for them to trick Absalom in pretending to be on his side so that they could determine what he was plotting against David. Absalom went into Jerusalem and took the palace and his father's concubines and he plotted to kill David. 
In the meantime, David was warned about the ill intent against him and he was able to cross over the Jordan River. Absalom later gathered a large number of men and went out of the city to seek his dad so that he could slay him. He eventually also crossed the Jordan. King David therefore divided his men into different troops to go out to war against Absalom and the other men of Israel. He did, however, ask his people to spare the life of his son. Even though Absalom was at fault, David still tried to spare his life. David could have sought revenge, but once again, like in the time of Saul, he chose only to do what was necessary. God gave David's men the victory. And during the battle, Absalom became caught up in a tree whilst his mule ran away. It was here that Joab killed Absalom. David was deeply grieved by the loss of his son. And the people in the community were able to witness this and to see his heart. David was then able to return to Jerusalem as king. And he lived a blessed life well into his old age. When he was very old and on his last days, his son Adonijah tried to steal the throne from him by declaring himself as king publicly. But God had another plan. With Nathan the prophet and Bathsheba's help, David was able to outwit Adonijah and he was able to formally declare Solomon as the next king according to God's will. David had an amazing life and we can learn so much from him. Most importantly, we see the amazing consistency of God in David's life story. Throughout David's life, God was always with David and readily gave him counsel, direction and wisdom, even right until the very end when David was weak and frail. This is God's heart for all of his people. No matter what you face in your leadership journey or where you are in life, God is readily available to carry you through any situation and to grow you in your spiritual journey. Let us pray together. Father, thank you for working so powerfully in David's life and please help us to remember all you have done for us. Lord, please help us to be attentive to your voice and to always turn to you in all of our decisions. We love you, God. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May the Lord bless you and your family. May his face shine upon you. Please feel free to connect with us through our website, www.renovalministries.org for free resources. Or if you need any prayer, may God bless you and your family. Shalom.